I I was saying before we started, or before you came back. Did you just turn that off? I turned it on. Okay. Yeah, you did. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, so sexy. Uh, But I was saying I was genuinely surprised because I didn't like the Halloween Gen X issue that we did, and uh, I thought the Christmas issue was the best one out of what we read. I liked it. So I thought yeah that Gen X was pretty cool in this one. Yeah, the Halloween one also had that weird like side thing going on in the borders that like made you think oh yeah is this connected or is this just like extra art on top of art they did that a lot with gen x i guess because i was looking at uh when we were trying to decide what christmas issues to do i was looking at issue four of gen x because that's also a christmas issue and they had the same type of borders they were doing christmasy i think that was just the gen x thing bacalo it's just a gen x thing it's a goddamn grunge just a gen x thing (laughs) Limp Biscuit, <laughs> Gen X thing, <laughs> Kid Rock, <laughs> and maybe Gen X is responsible for some bad things. That's not Gen X, though, is it? Yeah, Kid the Rock, yeah. Uh, crashing the housing market, uh, Gen X thing. So it's like right before us, Gen X. I thought that was a boomer thing because aren't both. they the ones who like run it? It was both. It was like a combination of like boomers buying up uh, like all the houses to try to flip them in Gen X. Uh, buying houses they couldn't afford because they were on overtime. Oh, and, and then their overtime were just got becoming cut. adults, and so then it was our fault. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> I was 16 when the <laughs> yeah. uh, housing market crashed, so it was my fault. Yep. But yeah, there was that huge issue. A part of the housing market crashing was that, like uh, a lot of people in Gen X, bought their house because they were working like 60 hours overtime, mm-hmm. and then uh, their overtime got cut, and then they couldn't afford their China. house anymore. Yeah, because so, China. China. <laughs> yeah, can't depend on that overtime. Man. Which is like why I always have to bring up to my parents when they're like, "Well, you need to just work more, work like sixty hours a week, and you'll be able to get a house." It's like that didn't work well in two thousand eight. No, when people did that. Yeah, you can't rely on. Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't you, need to work sixty hours to pay for a house in the first place. No, oh, yeah, shit. you shouldn't. Hot takes. Somebody's got a hot take. <laughs> Somebody's becoming a socialist over here. <laughs> hot take. <laughs> Usually it's the two of us like, man, fuck the man. And he's like, well, hear the man out now. Yeah. Every every American should have five guns. I don't know what you guys do. Oh, I, I like guns. <laughs> well, yeah, welcome to this issue of Mexmen. I'm Tony. Right I'm Justin. I'm Devin. <laughs> and today we're going to be showing off our guns. And uh, yeah. this is our Christmas special. We're going to be doing X-Men Christmas stuff. So it's a Gen X Christmas special, holiday special. Is it Christmas or holiday? Yes. Holiday. It's inclusive. Oh, even um, though it's Christmas in the book. <laughs> and we we yeah. all got a, a tremendous holiday gift slash Christmas present. I don't know. Is it Christmas or is it holiday? Uh, in terms of fucking Spider-Man. Yeah. Like real uh, quick on the X-Men podcast, I want to hurry up and talk about Spider-Man real also, quick. Also, let me yeah. name the rest of the books that we're <laughs> covering. We're, we're covering Spider-Man and Spider-Man and Spider-Man and Spider-Man. And Dude, Spider-Man. I fucking wish. <laughs> but, uh, no, uh, but we're covering uh, Gen X Holiday Special. We're covering X-Men 109. We're covering Uncanny X-Men 230. And we're covering the new Infinity Special on Marvel Unlimited. Right. And so yes. Spider-Man. <laughs> Which also took place, takes place vaguely around Christmas. Yeah. It's not like diehard Christmas amount, was, but it's, it's like... It's Christmas time. There was a There's tree. a mention of a tree. Yeah, but like... Yeah, he swings you, past one. Yeah. You see uh, Christmas decorations. Yeah. Sometimes the there's of- snow. Sometimes there's not. And it looks you know, like it's I in the middle it, of the, uh, summer. I think yeah. it ends around Christmas time. But, you know, I, I wanted to take a second and thank Marvel. <laughs> I thought you were going to do like a PSA. No. I, I wanted to thank Marvel, the entire MCU, 
And I... Because... Thank you for Eternals. Thank you for budgeting your movie so that you could spend it all on Spider-Man. Because it was fantastic. And it's it's made me appreciate the dog shit that is Eternals. <laughs> Do you know how much they paid for Spider-Man? Like, was it a large budget or something? No, oh, it had to have been so extreme. Because, oh my god, the, the effects are so much better. And that's mostly what I'm judging this on, is how... Eternals look like a video game. See, I thought they had fine special effects. Amazing. I think it's also a lot easier to mix practical and special effects with Spider-Man than it is Eternals. Like, Eternals is all, like, fucking light energy and stuff. Think about how much the mirror dimension cost them to do. And they did that for a minute. Yeah, but also you don't have to, like, fully CGI anything. It's more just, like, an effect that's going on. And you're, like placing images like the same yeah, image around and it's nice yeah it's not like adding anything in you're just i mean you're you're adding dr strange and spider-man flying around i think it's it, i'm thinking it's way more expensive to do the special effects on eternals than it is on a spider-man movie. no see now you're giving them more i would think so yeah <laughs> i'm appreciating them for the budgeting that they did i get 2020 was a hard year for everyone <laughs> i will say there's only so much money they probably only got 1200 for the entire studio so yeah, I will. I will remind you that you're not uh, an expert on this part because no, a no. couple weeks ago you did say CG graphics, <laughs> and that's like saying ATM machine, which I do. Sure, everyone does. Yeah, no. it's just cool I just too. say ATM. Mm-hmm. It's your, you're weird. Well, why am I gonna say ass to mouth machine? That's just <laughs> gross. You don't need a machine for that. Yeah, I am the machine. <laughs> <laughs> it should be humans. No, that's how you make a human machine. <laughs> Going ass to mouth? That's, to I don't know if you know this. You should because you have two kids. That's not how you make humans. Going <laughs> ass to mouth? I didn't say it would be a reproductive machine. It was part of the process. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, no. <laughs> no, that movie was great, though. I'd it rather read a Superman comic. was amazing. It's getting hyped up too much, though. No. I'm saying it, yep. No. Mm-hmm. You're Nasty people saying it's man. better than Endgame? It's no. not better than Endgame. No. No, but, but it's, like it's right probably there. yeah. I, I would I could see it going between like Infinity War and Endgame. Like I, don't I think it's I've watched than it Infinity twice War. now. It made me cry the second time. Oddly enough, like I didn't cry the first time. I cried the second time. Mm, when, I cried uh, the first time. I think because Aaron was there with me the first time, and I was like, "Don't be a bitch." <laughs> and then it was just me. <laughs> you're but, married now, and you still like after, be a man. You're like SpongeBob <laughs> holding up the razor. <laughs> I am a man. No, but when uh. When the other Peters were talking about Uncle Ben and whatnot, when they finished the sentence, with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. You cried I then? had... Oh, yeah. I... All right. For a movie that I... Like a man tear, you know? Just that <laughs> one real strong one. <laughs> it's mighty For tear. a movie that I absolutely inexplicably loved, it had a lot of things that after the movie happened, I was like, this doesn't make sense. This makes no goddamn sense. It all makes sense to me. Uh, no, because... Like, all right. Why do the Peter Parkers disappear at the end? Because it's a new spell that makes them forget Peter Parker. It everybody who was sent over was Went because, there because that they knew Peter Parker was Spider Man. Yes, they still know Peter Parker Spider Man because they are Peter Parker. No, but they're forgetting Peter Parker. And also, why? So they went back with amnesia. They don't remember themselves. Why is Eddie Brock sent over? He doesn't know that there is a Peter Parker or a Spider Man. Yeah, uh, that yeah. That's I think that's Sony. Yeah, but... Like, Sony's really trying to force him to be, like, a part of it. But he's not. That's how... They use two after-credit scenes just to say that he's not going to be Venom. Yeah. Yeah. 
just to be like, hey, like there's going to be a Venom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, isn't it weird that Toby was like, man, Uncle Ben died. So horrible. Like, worst thing that ever happened in my life. And Andrew was like, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> fuck Uncle Ben. Gwen was horrible. He was like, yeah, whatever, Ben. Yeah, and also, his yeah. uncle never said with great power comes great responsibility. That was a problem. He said, uh, when you have the ability to do something and you don't, like, that's your fault. So, like, you have, an, like, a personal responsibility to it. Yeah, he changed it. I remember that. It wasn't that actual quote. Sure. But I think that's why Toby finished it and not him. And why he was more butthurt about Gwen. Yeah, but that makes less sense for him to finish it because Uncle Ben didn't say the with also, great Also, he part. was the sadder one. Toby? No, no, no. No, a- uh, Andrew's whole thing is a, well, he, was, he was the, he was the He was the sadder boy of the three of them. So do you think Toby, because I feel like Andrew did a better job in that movie than Toby? Yeah, Andrew yeah. was great in the movie. And is that because Toby, his character in the first place He's was less emotive? In comparison to Tom and Andrew? Yeah, I think they're playing their Did own Did you see Spider-Man. Spider-Man 3? Because he was pretty emotive. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was just like, I don't know. He just didn't have that energy. Toby's thing was always like a real quiet energy. Yeah. Like, he was even kind of lines when he should be like... A, like, he'll be talking to somebody who's kind of far, and he's like, I just don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Or like, Mal- yeah, he was like kind of mousy. Yeah. Yeah. So, he was, in fact, I remember thinking, why the fuck do, does anybody like this guy? Like, why does Mary Jane like this dude? He's fucking creepy. Fuck it, like... They're all pretty creepy. Like, what are you doing? They're all creepy. What are you talking about? Uh, because Andrew had Andrew's, a picture... Andrew's super creepy. Yeah, he had a picture of Gwen on his, like, home screen. Yeah, he's, like, no, he's photos. super that's creepy. That's pretty creepy, but, but that's not as creepy as him stalking her in the second movie. Yeah. No, but but that all right. I'm not saying like, what do you mean creepy? As in like, how could Andrew be creepy? I'm talking about Tom Holland. Like, oh, he did he the creepy? same thing to Zendaya in the second movie. But she was doing it to him. They were creeping on each other. Yeah, it doesn't she mean was he wasn't being a creep. More. They were both being a creep. But I mean, he was like, isn't that like two he, negatives? Like, he was kind of like cancel out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was kind of like how an average high school kid is creepy when they like a girl. But she was just like following him around and taking notes on him. Yeah, she was straight stalking him. Yeah, but it, she was, was like she was like John Wayne Gacy, creepy to him, like finding ways to kill him. Also, I do like the implication that like there's a scorpion and a rhino out there, because like in the silhouettes, you see those. Yeah, it's tight. Doctor Strange or Spider-Man putting up that fight against Doctor Strange was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. What? Yep. That was fucking awesome. Made zero sense. What? How how's his body moving after he got knocked out of it? It's spider sense. Spider it's sense. all it's all yeah. instinct. He doesn't spider sense doesn't work of like warning him and then he moves. It's all like instinct. He's not in his body. Yeah, it's that's why he's pure instinct. It's, it's, it's not a, his brain thinking. All he has an ultra instinct. Yes. No, you even watch Dragon Ball. He's bro? not in his body. His, his body consciousness is isn't in his yeah. body. He's not. His soul's not out of his body. His consciousness isn't in his body. Yeah. Which leaves just the instinct. He, the Peter Tingle. Stop it. The, <laughs> Stop it. It's within the body. <laughs> it's never been explained that way. Yo. If I it absolutely has been. That, I gotta say. That, well, your subconscious is still in your body. Your subconscious is in that, your shell when you no, astral project. No, subcho- your subconscious, it, that, uh, it's just Your instinct. lizard brain, Yeah, basically. You're just your, your instinct. Not, it's just, your body's just twitching. He's not like yeah. fighting back or making moves. He's just getting out of the way of danger. 
That's never been shown before ever. I don't even know why you're. I feel like you're bugging on this. It was fucking fire. That that uh, moment of just like no. he's and trying to get it. Stephen would have just it. laid the smackdown on him and snatched that thing. Well, he didn't. Did yeah, he? and that's why it was dumb. And also, you can't just grab anything out of Spider-Man's hands because he kind of has a thing where everything stays on his hands really hard. Yeah, it kind of sticks to it. It's kind of like his power. It's Don't come at me with Spider-Man, bro. <laughs> he, Doctor Strange could easily close him in something he can't escape. We tried. He did. He stopped. Tha- and then he like did he geometry. Grabbed, he grabbed and was Thanos. Like, bam. He did that thing where he grabs grabs Thanos. And how did that go? Thanos is way stronger than Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, Spider-Man yeah. wouldn't have been able to break out of that. No, he tricked him. He tricked. He he hit him with math. Stupid. He was like, "Yo, I know how this is gonna fucking geometry." Bam! I'm like Cyclops in this bitch. Geometry powers, and then he takes the the thing and, and dips out like a G. Even take he, if anything, it's like how does he know to take the ring? That probably the one thing where it's like, oh, he doesn't know how Doctor Strange works his magic. No, that still makes sense because he saw the portals open in uh, Endgame. Yeah, but, but he didn't he, see it like a, from he's a the... magic guy. So it's like there's like you... millions of wizards there. He didn't watch one of them use like a ring, and they just move their hand though. They're yeah, not like I, mean, I activate he's got my ring. Like, an amulet. He's got like a fucking pouch thing for all he knows. Like he's like magic or he pouch. Can see like magic in and of himself. He's, his balls could be magic. <laughs> Probably <laughs> are balls are magic. <laughs> I don't know, it was an. It was. I keep on saying amazing. amazing. It's not for the Which, pun. Which, by the way, that was also great when they like dug into that pun where he's like, they "Yeah, you're amazing. He's the amazing." And one. then they did. Yeah, they did the Spider-Man pointing meme, but they not did. in a it's super funny. lame way. Yeah, where he said Peter, and they all pointed at each other. Yeah, yeah. I missed it. It was nice. You I remember it. that part, but I didn't compare it to the meme. Oh, that's uh, immediately what I took from it. Yeah, they're all just uh, well, him or me. We're all Peter Parker. Yeah, it's nice. Every bit of that movie. And also, I like that they laid out that, like, Ned being afraid of being a supervillain, because he fucking is. Yeah. yeah. You know, in a different universe. He's the Hobble Goblin. Wow, yeah. No, I thought it was great. That was just my my only issue was that fight there. Every callback, really. Like, even, you know, like... Also, Aunt May's uh, grave uh, has the same saying as it does in the PS4 game when she dies. I spoiler alert! Oh, by the way, all of the spoilers. spoilers. <laughs> yeah, we we, we mentioned we said like three days it'll, ago when we were playing the show notes. Yeah, just so you know. Spoiler alert! <laughs> sorry, Say it after the fact. If yeah. you didn't see the movie, so the movie sorry. opens. Sorry, Spider-Man's on top of a, like a, a street lamp, and J. Jonah Jameson is announcing that. Peter Parker is Spider-Man, and you just do every fucking scene in the movie. Can you spoil the beginning of a movie when it's the end of the movie before it? Uh, you can when he freaks out and he picks up MJ and then starts flying around, you know, swinging and whatnot, and going, dude, and then he calls Ned, and Ned, or Ned calls him, they're both like, dude, to each other, and then uh, MJ is like, dude, because she's on top of the thing and she's afraid of falling because she doesn't have spider powers. This is then also the plot to Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think then you're spoiling the beginning of the movie, but... It's a yeah. spoiler alert. It's a fantastic movie. You, and actually, I thought I'd have more to say, but I think I'm just satisfied. So I don't, I don't know even what to yeah, say. Yeah, because you had a lot more to say about Eternals. <laughs> yeah. And I had a lot more to say about Black Widow. Yeah. Yeah, no, this movie was just fucking dope, man. Like, I don't even know what to point out because all of it's so good. The yeah. fucking power slam he does to Green Goblin when they're fighting on the shield. That so was sick. weird. 
Because what? when Green Goblin does it to Spider-Man, it looked dope. He, like, powerbombed his ass, did it quick. When Spider-Man did it to Green Goblin, he was, like, slow motion. No, it was fucking airtime. He let it hang. He was like, oh, <laughs> bitch. It looked like there was no force behind it. <laughs> it was all force. What are you talking about? Dude, you saw it twice. You should have caught that. I caught that it was awesome. That's what I'm saying. I saw it twice. Yeah, super slow, man. Felt weird. I had to find out if it was naughty or nice. Doom. Bam. <laughs> You're supposed to hit the thing. You didn't. Nope. <laughs> I took that off here, I think. Oh, I, I like that they brought up that. Yeah, you know what I left? <laughs> <laughs> I like that they brought up uh, the webs, that Toby's webs are organic. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you good. definitely have to mention that. They can't just be like, oh, cool, it's just shooting out of his wrist. I think they did all the things that, like, all the conversations that fans had on the internet and, and amongst themselves for years with these movies. They found a way to put him in the movie and it not be, like, cringy. Yeah, and also they, they took care of all the problems that everybody was bitching at before this movie. Which is, like, all, all the, a bunch of these characters are supposed to be dead and they had redemption arcs. But, like, they took them at moments right before they died. So they are all yeah. still... And then they all like, get They were still bad redemption. guys, but they were not dead yet. And they still, yeah. like, had fights with Spider-Man. Does he go... Alright, so Electro, whose fucking suit was dope... After he gets the the arc reactor, uh, does he then go back to having the comb over when he goes back to his universe? Like, is he? Because he was talking about how his, he got his, his body back and it was all different and stuff in this universe. And I was just wondering if, like, him going back, he just like becomes real ugly again, and if that just sort of sucks for him, you know? Well. I don't know. I, no, because his teeth fixed in yeah. when he first got his powers. Yeah, fair enough. Which is stupid. It's really dumb that his teeth... No, 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 no. It makes sense to me because it's... Um, Tell me. Tell me how that makes sense to you. It's, it's ergologic science makes you Stefan. <laughs> Stefan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you start as Urkel, science hits you, you become Stefan. That's how that works. Yeah. Or, more racist, you become... Uh, Jet uh, or Bruce Lee, but black. Michael Jai White. No, no, no. You don't remember uh, Urkel becoming the Bruce Lee version? Oh, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cultural bad. appropriation. Pretty, pretty over the top. Yeah, pretty racist. Um, <laughs> but speaking of awesome things, uh, Daredevil and Kingpin now officially in the MCU and it's not some stupid other universe thing I haven't uh, finished that, that Hawkeye yet. it was nice it's just a picture yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's pretty Kingpin. lame I mean I know he's gonna be in there I've already heard and that honestly, uh, I gave you a week yeah, the man. way the way he said Kingpin too was like it's not like Jeremy Renner didn't even want to say Kingpin like it was a dumb name and he just had to say Kingpin yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess we can get into X-Men now I'm just. I just had to mention how super excited I am that now the the Netflix shows, or at least there's a part of the Netflix shows that are can, uh, canon. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say canceled. I almost <laughs> did for some reason. I was a little let down. There wasn't more Daredevil in there, to be honest. I'm I'm fine with that because they already had so much to put in the movie. Yeah. Like, I it, I think it was between him being in it for three or four minutes or him not being in it. Oh, you know what? I, else I noticed is I didn't catch. All the, uh, because I think I mentioned before to you, like, I think part of this too is that, like, when we first talked about the movie, like, I got a lot of it out of my system. 
uh, in terms of like wanting to talk about it. But I heard like a criticism was that toward the end of the movie, it gets very like, oh, everything's sort of just happening uh, out of nowhere and like very coincidentally, like, oh, it, they, they just, they have their little power hour together and bam, solutions for everybody. And really, I feel like, no, it's, from the beginning of the movie, actually, it's pretty well woven through. Because in the last movie, you find out about the whole Stark super maker thingy, because it makes Spider-Man's new suit. And then they're talking about, like, uh, Stark tech missing, and that Happy needs to find a lawyer, and then Peter sees that, oh, it's the thing that can make anything, uh, and Happy has it, so... I, and I wonder if that's going to actually go anywhere later when they get it. Because Tony Stark's too big a thing to, like, like Stark Industries. Like, it's got to be used again. I mean, especially if they're going to do Riri. And, like, her whole thing is she builds well, uh, an Iron Man. And Armor Wars of, is coming up. Yeah, so. she, she builds it out of leaked Stark tech. And so, all the time, some nefarious person is trying to take over Stark Industries and whatnot. And so, Happy would totally do something... Illegal, but also for the greater good, like, take a super dangerous and powerful machine Tony made out of the picture. And then, of course, that ends up being the perfect thing to, like, make all these super cures. So, yeah. I, just yeah. Thought, I thought it made also, sense. Like, I thought it made sense. Also, like, they, it's not like they just came out with five cures, which is also a weird thing that it's not the Sinister Six. There's only five Well, of them. the sixth uh, one died in the beginning. You can kind of say that Mysterio is integrally a part of it yeah sort of but like i don't know he should have you could have also had vulture like there's no reason they didn't have vulture well i again i think the reason for vulture not being in there is because he's in he's in 30 seconds to morbius Uh, (laughs) 30 seconds to morbius (laughs) yeah but that's uh, all sorts of other questions because that's supposed to be in the venom verse it seems like that one's weird because it's supposed to be in the venom verse but also there's a picture of toby spider-man so it's kind of I don't know. There's a weird thing that branches all three of the universes together. Yeah. Oh, it's weird. I wonder if they're gonna do that whole like lame web thing. Because I always thought that was lame. That like the original Spider Verse isn't it like based upon like, oh Madam Web like yeah, and that that web is like an interlo- like interlacing web between realities. That's why I hate mystical Spider Man shit. Like I. I'm always more into the street level Spider-Man shit, and then whenever they get like either out outer spacey sci-fi or when they get like s- supernatural, like that's not really Spider-Man. Like the street level stuff is way more Spider-Man than that stuff. I like him in it. I just you, he sh- he shouldn't have like a prominent capacity. It's when he has a prominent capacity in any of them. It's like oh, the spider stuff is mystical too. Okay, that's crazy. Like, Spider-Man in space is fine to me. As you know, he's, as long as he's still just Spider-Man. You're taking away the buildings from him. It's like having Spider-Man in Yeah, Utah. but that's also kind of hilarious. Like, remember when Spider-Man was trying to swing through the suburbs? Yeah, for, it's <laughs> funny for, like, a, a half a minute. And then you're like, oh, you can't do anything. Well, that's why you cut to the next scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just the whole arc. You just cut. So you want to see him in space for two seconds and then just... <laughs> yeah, I mean, like even when he was like on another moon, they had to like have debris falling everywhere so he can swing from it. And... Yeah, good point. You want him swinging? Yeah, he's got to be swinging. So this uh, 
holiday stuff. Yeah. yeah I feel like I, there's something else I was going to mention, but you you like made me forget about it. Oh, Willem Dafoe was great. Oh, 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 that was another thing. That was all right. So, because people were saying that, that it doesn't make sense for them to come up with a cure so fast, but like Toby has literally been working on it his whole life since uh, since he died. That's all he's like thought about. Andrew yes. already had it for the lizard. Yeah. Like, we already saw him do it. And Electra, all they did was, like, put a fucking thing on him that sucked out electricity. Yeah. Yeah, it was super easy. Barely any convenience. <laughs> no, but I also love that, like, one of the running gags about Willem Dafoe was that he never needed a fucking mask because his face looks like a goblin. And so they did that. They had him destroy the yeah. mask because his face looks like a goblin. Like, oh, his face... Does it all. They I just the, wish they would have gave the him the cornrows. Huh? I just wish they would have gave him the cornrows. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, you can only do so much. And he also stole every scene he was in. He was yep. him and Alfred Molina were so goddamn good. Well, him. you know, he is something of a scientist himself. Yeah, he is. <laughs> also, it's weird that like canonically now the two older Spider Men have back problems. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, like, it was a callback to Toby, but then they're yeah. just well, like, yeah, both of our backs hurt constantly. Mm. Uh, so, so, so Storm, she's, she's doing some flying. We're, we're just going to jump right into Uncanny X-Men 230 now. Yeah. Probably, a lot of this beginning was, like, nothing, nothing Christmas related. I was like, when is it at all I know, holiday related? I was wondering that, too. And, and so, full disclosure, I fell asleep, I think, six times trying to read this book. <laughs> He almost did too. Huh? Spoiler alert: You might fall asleep listening to this. <laughs> no, no, because I'm going to gloss over a lot of things. So basically, th- this is the time where everyone thought the X Men were dead, but really they're just hanging out in Australia, uh, and they're trying to figure out what Gateway's deal is because he's just helping them a whole bunch, but he won't talk to them. So they're like, "Are we friends? Are we using this guy? What's going on?" You know. Yeah, they're hanging out at the Reavers spot right now, and I guess the Reavers were using Gateway, but now the Reavers are done, and Gateway's still there. Yeah. And uh, so they're they're running like a a mission type deal. Uh, Madeline's hanging out with them because this is the time when like uh, they had lost uh, their baby, her and Scott, to uh, the the Reavers and future shit. Um, and I guess Scott's with Gene and them with X Factor during this time. Yeah, right? yeah. So th- this is when he's been like, this is right after oh, he abandoned his person. family. Yeah, <laughs> this is like probably the worst that Scott Summers has ever been. And even then, it's kind of understandable. <laughs> his hot girlfriend came back. Uh, he they look just exactly like his the current girlfriend. He was like, look, I wouldn't have been with you if she wasn't dead, but she's not dead, so... Well, kind of off-topic, but also, like, straight, like, an X-Men thing, too. How come no, like, there's almost, like, no humans, like, regular humans that have telekinesis? That's always been so weird to me. Because they're humans? Yeah. Yeah, but there's a lot of humans with powers. Oh, Oh, like, how come they didn't fall into a vat of telekinesis? I guess, or like or, you know, uh, a put a computer in their brain or something, and uh, why like, did why did they fall into a it, vat of abrams? It's weird that like there's eight like eight mutants that have like telekinesis be the thing, and then there's like Moon Dragon, and then uh, Namor, although he's a mutant, has kind of telekinesis but with fish. Are you are you saying tel- you mean telepathy? 
Yes. You keep saying telekinesis. Okay. I don't that's the moving thing. Because my brain's stupid. Okay. Um, but, yeah, telepathy. Uh, um, like, yeah, like how come a guy didn't fall into a vat of brains? Yeah. And then... It's, it's just weird that, brain. like, like almost everybody who has it is a mutant. And then there's, like, one alien. And uh, there's... Uh, Oracle from... Yeah, she's the... Uh, uh, no, I'm thinking Madam Web. Because Madam Web is the only one that's like a human, but that's not like that's like a god power she's given once she becomes Madam Web. Huh. Yeah, weird. And then like Lizard has it with like a little bit cuz he can like he can control the reptilian part of your brain and Aren't just make you angry. Well, I guess that would make them inhuman. Yeah. Human. There's um Maximus I think has it. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I just thought it's a weird observation that just it. There's no like. Because you would think humans. that there would at least be like a like a cyber one or something. Because I this popped in my brain because they say in this book uh, later they say uh, Charles Xavier is the most uh, telep uh, like powerful telepath on Earth, maybe even of our race. And I was like, that's a weird way to say that. Oh, that's not this book. It's the other one. Yeah. That one. I yeah. thought that was weird too, but then they were talking. I realized it's mutants on other planets. Yeah, but like, uh, really, are there that much? Or are they talking yeah. about like other species that have become mutants? Well, also, I think early on, were they ever really like mutants are hum and humans are two different races? I feel like for a long time it was like, oh no, mutants are humans. They're just enhanced. Uh, like I, I know now, there's a very clear. I think as soon as Claremont took over, then there became a very clear distinction because Claremont mostly added in the uh, because humans are making mutants. Like they're you know you get two random people bang and then they have a mutant. Yeah, baby. but I think like pretty much right away when Claremont came in, he established like mutants are a separate thing. But they're the same thing, but yeah, separate. But they're the next stage in evolution. I get it. They're separate but equal. <laughs> God damn it. I get what you're saying. No, they're not. They I'm have, picking up what you're picking They're not equal, yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, of course you think that. We've read God Loves Man Kills. <laughs> One's clearly superior, okay? Wow. Yeah, like wow. how it's the same case with Spider-Man. There's a regular one, and then there's a superior one. Mm-hmm. And then it's the same case with Iron Man, but they're both the same guy. <laughs> no, both times they get tentacles. That's the difference. <laughs> Does Spirit Iron Man have tentacles? No. Oh, okay. why, why fucking bring it up? No, he just becomes Japanese. Not sure what that means, because I have not read that book. Is that like the song? No. That you masturbate in the book? Okay, deep cuts. Well, that's that's a reference to just, you know, because octopus porn in, in Japan and whatnot. Mm. But also because when uh, LaRocca draws Tony Stark, he looks Asian. And I think Loroco was doing the, that book. Canceled. He did Tony Stark for a while. Canceled. Why? Because uh, that book got canceled after like nine issues. Oh, I mean, that <laughs> was canceled. Yeah, like, I'm not did. saying there's anything wrong with looking Asian. It's pretty cool sometimes, you know? <laughs> you so, want to be anything but white. <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So pretty uh, much they're all running like training missions, and Longshot, who's on the team currently, leaves yeah, because running I guess a train some, on Rogue. Some, <laughs> yeah, they are. Some treasures calling to him, I guess. Yeah, so it was, it was a little confusing 
Mainly because of those six times I fell asleep during these pages. Because <laughs> it was like right up front that I kept falling asleep. Uh, then I was like, "What? why are they fighting Rogue? I thought she was an X-Men. And then it was like, oh, it's a training thing because they don't have a danger room anymore. Um, yeah, so they're just kind of beating up Rogue for whatever reason. It's still weird that he threatened to... The Wolverine threatened Stabber, to slit her yeah. It's like, the only thing he knows how to do. If you make me love you yeah. anymore... I'll do it, even I'll though we're it. just trading. He's got one move. It's like my one thing. <laughs> yeah, so long shot, uh, he gets called by some treasure uh, and that he touches and he sees the ghosts of their past uh, people or whatever. Yeah, apparently I didn't know he had that power. Apparently he's he got psychometry. He can like touch stuff and know about it, the past of it. Yeah, so each like jewel and necklace are like, I belong to this lady, and I I was in this family forever since my creation and whatnot. And then he got overwhelmed, and then uh, he he woke up and he's like, we gotta we gotta give the treasure back to the people, and they're like, there's treasure, and and you want to get rid of it? <laughs> we have nothing. <laughs> You're saying we lucked out in treasure, and we gotta give it all back and he's like yeah that's what we gotta do and Wolverine's very much like I don't like this bub and also I'm gonna look like a gay fireman (laughs) (laughs) yeah he he does look like he's shooting a calendar to try to save the firehouse (laughs) and there might be some guys on the crew who are reluctant but he is not (laughs) (laughs) he like dove in a little too deep like he was too excited about it (laughs) They were like, we just need you to stand there with your shirt off. And he's like, well, what if I do this with my hips? (laughs) (laughs) You really don't need to do that, sir. But I'm gonna. (laughs) Uh, Also, there's like a whole thing where like the Reaver's base is super gross. And so Storm decides, I know what to do with this. And she just creates a storm in the base. Stupid. to, To clean it out. Which... I'm just like, all that water unattended, isn't that just going to cause mold? Also, isn't that yep. a scene at the beginning of Space Jam? Is it? Like, kind of, but, it, but instead of, like, storms, it's just, like, spit. Because the Tasmanian Ooh. Devil is still like a tornado. Oh, yeah, that's around right. two mops cleaning yeah, the gym. Yeah, because it was a literal spit shine. Yeah. Yeah, just, it just didn't make sense to me. Like, they got all those dudes there. They can't just, like, clean it up real quick. Let's just flush the whole thing out. Also, yeah. like, that's... That's not good for the environment. A house to, well, no, just a house to be flooded. <laughs> yeah, no. Or like any like housing situation. That's not good for the wood and the f- the, yeah. It's gonna it's smell horrible. Thing. Yeah, it's gonna smell like white people. <laughs> what? <laughs> just wet dog. <laughs> Wait, you think white people just smell like wet dog? No, there's that stereotype that uh, white women smell like, like wet dogs. I thought they smelled like macaroni and cheese. That's just when they're making macaroni and cheese. The rest of the time, it's just all wet dog. No, it's a Daniel Tosh bit. No, that's old people having sex. Ew. No, that's sound. <laughs> that's that Dave smell? Chappelle. Yeah. <laughs> How did you, you know go to like, we're all wrong and not wrong at the same time? I, I know, it was, why did, it was like that scene in Community where he's like, yeah. that's racist. <laughs> yeah. So it's like a whole bunch of treasure, like actual trinkets and medallions and stuff in a random motorcycle. Yeah. Like, that made no sense. You don't keep your motorcycle next to your treasure? <laughs> But it's like out of all the stuff they're stealing, like, all right, we'll steal this motorcycle too. Which, by the way, I guess we should say what the team is, and it's uh, yeah, that probably help. It's Dazzler, Colossus, um, it's fucking Psylocke, Storm, Wolverine, and uh, Gambit. 
Is Gambit? No, Gambit's, no, no. Gambit's in the next one. All of this blended together. All the oh, Claremont stuff blended together for me. Havoc, yeah. Colossus, Wolverine, Storm, Rogue, Colossus, Dazzler, Madeline. Colossus. <laughs> And oh, and it, I don't think she's Psylocke right now. She's just Betsy. Yeah, and Colossus. Yeah. Yeah, she hasn't stolen somebody's body yet. Yeah, not yet. No, she does not. She she has stolen a body by the next book. Yeah. Uh, what she does do is... Oh, no, that's Allison. Steals a motorcycle. Which is crazy. Like, so, they're all like, oh, we gotta get all these uh, treasures back to these people and uh what's your face dazzler is like oh i really want this motorcycle can't we keep it and they're like everyone needs to get their stuff back that didn't happen and they <laughs> they make they make like a pile of shit for each continent because what they do is since uh long can like read the history of where they belong they had psylocke like Implanted in everyone's mind because right away everyone's kind of like, Man, how about you fuck off, huh? Now that's a stupid idea. And he's like, well, What if you felt what I felt and saw what I saw? And then they do that, and then they're like, All right, we guess we'll do it. It's still and, dumb, yeah. Yeah, so they're gonna return all this treasure, and they're all like, Gateway, you mind helping us, bud? And he just, you know, he gateways them. Uh, apparently a lot. You see it once, though, but it's all over the place. His power isn't portals. It's just like he offers you marijuana, and that leads to you getting addicted to heroin. <laughs> <laughs> and so, it isn't until 18 of 23 pages do you realize, oh, this is a Christmas book. Yeah. <laughs> and their presents are they're giving people back their treasure. It's that and it's saying twas at the beginning of yeah. book. Those are the only things that, like... This is Christmas. And it's like 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 it's a surprise they yell Merry Christmas by page twenty one. Yeah, it seemed to be a common theme in a lot of the X Men stuff that we read today that it's like this secretly a Christmas book. Yeah. So you guys know. It's like we're gonna advertise it as a Christmas book and then like the, we're not gonna talk about it until like the last three pages. It like just so happens to be Christmas. It's like calling Hawkeye a Christmas show. Well, because <laughs> no, this gets into the, like the Die Hard being a Christmas movie thing, because like Hawkeye is like the Die Hard of TV superhero TV <laughs> shows. Yeah, and also like because he does want to be home for Christmas, so it's inherently it's Christmas related. Adjacent. Adjacent. I think Christmas it, adjacent. I think it really depends on how the sixth episode plan or pans out. And I mean, if Kingpin's really dressed as Santa Claus, it's definitely <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. That would be. I would hate that and love it at the same time. Also, in Born Again, Matt Murdock gets stabbed by Santa Claus, and that's why he ends up uh, injured. All I heard you say was "Born and Matt," and I thought you were going to say Damon. <laughs> <laughs> so I immediately thought of like Matt Damon as Daredevil. He did want to be Daredevil, but Ben Affleck beat him up for the part. Beat him up for the part? Beat him up for the <laughs> part. <laughs> he beat him off for the part. <laughs> oh, speaking of uh, speaking of that, did you see that people were um, completely taking something that Ben Affleck said out of context and trying to like cancel him? Uh, Doesn't surprise me, isn't it that? Like boobs were great or something? No, it was like a, a article that started coming out that was like. Ben Affleck blames his uh, ex-wife for his drinking issues. It's like, Ben Affleck says if he was still with his ex-wife, he'd still be an alcoholic. And then, like, I saw the interview and he was like, yeah, like, we were both kind of unhappy and that led to me drinking a lot. So, like, once I got out of that situation, it was easier to quit drinking because 
I was out of a situation that was bad for everybody. I was like, yeah, "Yeah, that's a totally understandable thing to say. Yeah. But, like, it made me think, though, that, like... In his mind the whole time, he's like, that bitch making me drink. (laughs) Well, in my mind, I was like, if if Matt was married to Electra, I could totally see that driving him to have a drinking problem. Because, like, he was Matt, she was Electra. Yeah. Didn't he, like, try to get back with Jennifer Lopez? He is back with Jennifer Lopez. He's been banging her for a while. Oh. I feel like that's a move up. I feel like it was a move down in the first place. But you know what? Maybe it changes you when you have a fight scene in a park. On a, in a playground yeah. with somebody. Well, I think it also depends because, like, yeah, she's way hotter, but I also feel like Jennifer Lopez is insane. Well, yes. <laughs> like, well, well, yes. Yeah. They're, like, breaking into everybody's house over here to deliver all these gifts back. Yeah, that's what Santa does. Yeah, but Santa's got, like, permission. You put cookies out for him. They no cookies out for There's the no such thing as implied consent, Justin. Oh, that's actual consent. <laughs> cookies, milk, for you, Santa. You're saying they're asking for it? Yeah. <laughs> He's coming down your chimney. Ew. <laughs> the only yes is an audible yes. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, by the way, though, so they, they, the motorcycle that was supposed to go back to somebody, they don't take it back and instead they give it to Dazzler. It's presented as like a nice, like, but really they just fuck someone over. Yeah, that's just like, super selfish. Yeah. It's not like a, it's presented as like the selfless, like giving Christmas thing, but it's just like, no, you just stole that from somebody. Well, how I took it as, they did say like, there's a pile of stuff that they couldn't find the owner for. Yeah, but that wasn't one of them. They never said that. They never said it was. They never said it wasn't. They did. They said it has to go back to the owner. So that it implied that they knew who the owner was. They didn't say that either. I'm pretty sure. Dazzler says, I hope the owner of this really appreciates getting it back. And then they split up the stuff. So they were already assuming everything had an owner. And Maybe then they it was found already out. hers, though. She just didn't know. Because, <laughs> like, all the drugs she did when she was a, a famous, a famous uh, disco musician. Because that's when they first find the bike, she says, oh, I like this bike. So I'm guessing uh, it was nobody's bike. Okay, they say there's a seventh pile for things that they can't return. Yeah. But I, I feel like, because they say that right before she says, I hope the owner likes getting this back. I feel like that implies that's not in that pile. I just I assumed think it was her. for Antarctica because uh, they said six continents earlier. And it was like, yo, you guys are missing one. Hmm. Maybe that's why they. Maybe they all were just scientists that lived in Antarctica. From what's his face? Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Yeah, you I forgot can. Santa Claus. Uh, He's got five why, of them. You could have said any of them. <laughs> maybe that's why they didn't uh, get any presents from him the next. Now that I think about it, though, isn't it weird that like Santa Claus, like his name's Santa. And he's also got like five other names, and you know who else has those same amount of letter or those same letters in their name and has a bunch of other names is Satan. Satan. Yeah, it's weird. Same thing, I think. Satan Claus. Yeah, and that's the point of Krampus. It's probably a movie. It is a movie. <laughs> Santa Slay with Goldberg. He's the, he's the son of the devil who loses a bet and has to deliver toys to kids for a thousand years. And then his time comes up and then he starts murdering people. There's also a Yu-Gi-Oh card named Santa Claus. And it's a fiend type who's dressed up like an evil devil Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Krampus. Yeah. 
but yeah you're right because um what i was saying didn't didn't actually pan out because they say oh there's seven piles mm-hmm. and then she's saying oh i hope whoever gets his bike back wants it because i was thinking they could have tricked her like oh you like this bike and they snuck it in the pile like it's going to go somewhere and then at the end they say no you can have it yeah yeah, yeah so they hoe somebody else yeah that's what it looks like yeah so like that ah, they weren't gonna know they were gonna get it back so whatever Although they could have just used some of that treasure, sold it, got money, bought her her own bike. Well, that seventh pile is the biggest. That's what I'm saying. Like the seventh pile wasn't going to go anywhere, so that's just that's gas money for them. Bike money. Yeah, could have been. Strip club money. Well, you know what Wolverine does. I I know what he's best at. I feel like we know what he might do, but then he just spent it all on like camping equipment and just fucking live in the woods for like a decade. <laughs> you think he spends money on camping equipment? How many times do you see? How many times does he need to be butt ass naked in the woods for hey, you to believe? Like, okay, he buy camping does not equipment think when he goes into the. Like, you just mean like a bunch of Jack Daniels? Yeah, and, and like a grill with a bunch of propane. He's cooking on a fire. I don't know. He's he, too lazy. Yeah, he's going to spark his claws his... like all the time. Yeah, he does that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, anyway, it ends with uh, Rogue giving Gateway a flute because she's like, well, I hope this isn't racist. And turns out he knows how to play the flute and tells her to sit down. And they, uh, well, pats the ground next to him. For to sit down because he didn't say anything. I loved his inner monologue too because he's like it's straight not, up. It's hers. No, he has an inner monologue too. And, and I'm pretty sure it's just hers. Because uh, they, it's it's positioned oddly. Because uh, it's her saying, "I must be a fool." Like you got to think. Yeah, like, it's her. Like Southern draw. I thought it was him being like, uh must be a fool. She must be a fool <laughs> coming up here. <laughs> Bitch no. wanting to sit next to me. What dumbass. Like, I would not trust that face, though, with him patting next to him. He's <laughs> like, nah, I would, bro, I'm good. You've been wearing that diaper for... <laughs> I would. I legitimately just thought it was him being like, this bitch coming and talk to me. Yeah. Like, what kind of idiot? Nah. I don't, I don't know what they're doing with that dude. He's kind of a sad character, to be honest. He's he's like literally just a doormat. Pretty much, he doesn't do nothing. Just he's a taxi. He's a flying taxi. That's right. He does fly. Does he? But like in a dumb way. Yeah, he just like levitates off the ground. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh. So anyway, Generation X, fucking Jubilee, it's all mad about it being Christmas because humbug. Cause yeah, I too guess, much humbug. Like a. I feel like they just wanted her to be upset, so they made her upset. Because isn't she, like, the most cheerful? Like, isn't she the most cheerful by the, the other book we got to cover? You know, I'm just realizing that uh, my headcanon for why she was upset was not in the story. Like, I, I, for some reason, my brain was like, I know exactly why she's upset. But, like, I remember now they don't mention it in the story. I just assumed that she was upset because uh, the mall was busy. And now it's harder for her to like hang out and move through the mall. So that's why she hates Christmas time. But also she gets all those presents and it's hard for her to move throughout the mall because she's got to carry them. And everyone's mad at her like, hey, the fucking audacity of you shopping at a mall, having stuff, being in our way. Like that, you know, people just being rude around her. 
But also, to go back to what you said, and to tie it to another thing you said, there should be a character who is just a telepath, and they're Ned, they're, they're Ned, their name, <laughs> their name should be Headcanon. <laughs> also, that could be Cyclops' name. <laughs> well, that's Face Cannon. Yeah. But yes. Uh, anyway, yeah, so Jubilee's buying presents for people, and then people are, are being dicks. And then, Real like, quick, trademarking old... the name Headcanon for uh, superhero characters so nobody can steal it. Really <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In case we want to use it for something. <laughs> that's why I was. I was you know, I was putting it down for you to pick up, but yeah. yeah. Uh, it it looks like it's an old couple that walk past her and they're just total dicks. They're just like fucking Yeah, they trip her. It looks like that. Yeah. Or just like fucking stiff shoulder or something. And then there's like some aggressively Italian child that's like, Come on, I don't believe this. Yeah. <laughs> and she's very much like, uh, how am I gonna carry all these now? Like what you, you just were. Yeah, bah so humbug. But she like slowly loses presence throughout the book, so I don't know what's going on. Like she's just giving up, like, fuck it, I spent the money, but I don't care. Maybe it's you're a metaphor for how we're always like constantly losing our state of current being. We're just losing the present. Am I looking too deep into it? Probably because it's not they're not for her, they're for others. So. Yeah. So like she's losing the time she currently has with other people. Because she's too busy shopping. For the commercialism people. of Christmas. This is working. It's coming full <laughs> in my head as the wheels are turning. She's losing. Because she's busy with the commercialism of Christmas and shopping, she's not doing the real Christmas celebration, which is spending your current time with the people you love. She's losing she got her presence. Yeah, she could totally be spending time with them while they're upset that they don't got anything for Christmas. <laughs> Fucking nailed it. <laughs> I think she says, though, that they left without her. Well, also, we know... That, like, canonically, in one of those boxes is just a beanie for Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which she actually likes Christmas in that one, it seemed like. But not in this one. Yeah. I take it it's because it has well, to do Well, because at the parents. end of this, she's like, you know, Christmas is all right. Hey, do you think this Matthew could be the uh, Matthew from Uncanny? From the Bible? <laughs> no. From the Murdoch? No, I said from... Malloy? The, wait, 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 the Uncanny Bible? <laughs> <laughs> No, remember the uh, the Omega level mutant that um, Xavier had to like kind of power dampen over yeah. time, and Matthew then that later, Malloy. yeah, it's Malloy. Yeah, could be because they don't say his last name; they just say Matthew, and that he he is incredibly powerful. It can make people do what he wants. Yeah, I mean, they both do like did while I was like reading them. Remind me of the kid from Supernatural who's like half angel, half demon, and like just controls everything. Isn't that just a nephilim? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I figured that not everybody listening would know. Would know yeah, know the term Nephilim. Uh, yeah, so I didn't realize how much... Because um, I never read anything with Orphan Maker and uh, Nanny. Yeah, I didn't know I didn't how literal his him. name was. Yep. Yeah, it's this whole thing. He just yeah. makes orphans. I thought it was just a cool thing of like, yeah, I kill people. But like, no, he like goes out of his way to just kill parents. Dude, someone's name on Xbox Live was Orphan Maker, and that is dope. <laughs> like, no numbers, nothing. Hey, mine's Banana Clam Jam with no numbers. <laughs> Almost as cool as Orphan Maker. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what mine is. Because <laughs> you haven't played video games in seven years. Yeah. Uh... Justin's is like a... Is like one of those ones you come up with in high school that's like so edgy. Oh, it's the casket filler, man. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. It's like Reaper XX Reaper. 
That's horrible, though. I da- how dare you compare my name to that? <laughs> how dare you sully the name of Sean Gutierrez? <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, though, that's so fucked up if you call it, like, condoms caskets. <laughs> <laughs> that made me also think that it's even more fucked up referring to mouths as grave plots. Well, we called them rat holes not too long ago, <laughs> so... <laughs> Which, in uh, the second Zorro, when uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones and Antonio Banderas... Hey, have you watched the second Zorro? Oh, so bad. (laughs) (laughs) When you said you were watching Zorro, I assumed it was the first one. No, no, I watched both. I didn't know there was a second Zorro. Yeah, there's the mask of Zorro. Yeah, it's not so great. Uh, They go rat hole to rat hole, and it's like (laughs) over the top. Where they just, they look like uh, two, like, hungry, hungry hippo machine things. But, like, if you just, like, made them clap at each other... (laughs) <laughs> Which is like that's like if the Rock'em Sock'em robot <laughs> robots were just kissing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much. Oh man, the fucking late nineties, early two thousands. Uh, so anyway, uh, Orphan Maker, he's trying to make some orphans. You know, he keeps getting a a mutant radar, uh, like thing, like a, a blip on his mutant radar, and he's like, oh, I gotta find these mutant kids. And kill their parents and then take them to a better Here I go killing again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he just keeps fucking up and meeting the ex-people. Where he's like, oh, crazy, you must have been the one who flipped off my mutant radar thing. It's like, I keep forgetting you guys are around here. <laughs> Calling them ex-people is actually extremely appropriate because they are they used to be humans and now they're... Uh, People? Humans. Yeah, so they're, <laughs> they're formally... Separate but equal. Stop doing that. So he runs into Generation X or Skin and Sink. He runs into, yeah. and then Monet runs into him. Yeah, with her fist. So cool. That but also, cool. Uh, Skin fucking sucks. His whole thing, his whole plan was like, I'm gonna take my fingers and I'm gonna stretch them and then cover his eyes and say, "Guess who?" And then he goes for it because he's a child and he's like, "Ooh, ooh, how many guesses do yeah. I get?" He is a baby. Yeah, yeah. But I think I'm hoping that the plan was. So that Monet can step in. Because if that was just the whole plan, it sucks. Yeah. Well, because Monet showed up like a coffin to his baby. <laughs> coffin up babies. No, no, condoms. Yeah, I was doing that, but I was doing the grave plot thing. Because the, the oh. just in the mouth and you're coughing in. Ew. Coughing up babies. Oh. Uh, anyway, yeah, so she, she beats him up. And then he decides, I don't want to be here no more. And, uh... Oh, no, they do capture them, though. That's crazy. Because what's their face are there, too? Uh, fucking Husk. the guy with the face blown off? Husk and Chamber. Chamber, yeah. Because he saves the kid, and the kid's like, oh, your face. Which, that kid almost died, like... He, a hat comes to his head after he falls. Like, he's got no hat on. And then he gets tackled out of the way by Jono. Mm-hmm. By Chamber, and then his hat is falling off. Every time I see Chamber, it reminds me that anytime he dies and comes back in Krakoa, he has to blow his jaw off again. Yeah, that's weird. Didn't they say, though, that, like, that energy's gotta go somewhere? And so if they fix his face, his ass is blown off? <laughs> <laughs> or was that us making a joke before? I don't Probably. know. I I don't know. Let's, let's pretend it's canon, at least. <laughs> like, I feel like that might have been in a data sheet. <laughs> but yeah. also, we it could have easily been made up by one of us. It could go either way. Yeah. 
So uh, he he hits them with some uh, pixie dust or whatever, some shit to make them like nullify their powers. Which man, isn't that crazy? How they just did that? There would always be some shit that could just turn off mutant powers, but somehow they keep this narrative like, oh, there's no cure for mutants, or there's no there's no way to stop mutant powers. Yeah, I never understood like, why Rogue just doesn't have bracelets that like shut off her powers. That way, she can like touch people and then take them off when she needs to do shit. Yeah, she does. Then why is it always still a thing? Yeah, it's, it is always like a thing. in Mister and Mrs. X, she had a necklace. I did it, which is. I really want to cover that story because Kelly Thompson's amazing. It was good. Uh, yeah, so turns out that other kid, though, Matthew, so he captured Santa Claus because he's got mutant powers because uh, he gets picked on when, he, when he's a kid. He gets tabletopped. He Classic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which you were just talking about a couple weeks ago. Like, you're the bully in this. <laughs> That's good form on that tabletop, yeah. I gotta say. Yeah, they got him good, little punk ass. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it turns out like so he, he trapped Santa Claus there for some reason. Oh, because after he's thinking, oh well, the mail service comes to my house and then the bully's house, so Santa obviously follows the same route as the mail service. So if I stop Santa here at my house, the bullies won't get presents. Okay, see, this is why I was confused about the order of, of these pages then, because. He says that, but then later in the book, you see the mail, him see the mail service. Yeah. I thought that so was just a, a, like a callback to him saying that earlier, and now that like... But it's that's a dumb day. way to tell a story. Isn't that how Tarantino always does it? That's mostly a dumb way to tell a story. <laughs> <laughs> because what's the point of calling back to it later, of him like noticing... a. Like, it's one thing for him to see it, and then he has the idea, and then he does the idea. It's another thing for you to not know what the fuck's going on with this kid, and why is he trapping Santa Claus, and why does he care? But I knew. Are stopping before the bully? I knew. I feel like that was just uh, to show it afterwards. Like, And what was the back. point? To get Santa Claus to not give presents to the bully? Yeah. Because yeah. fuck that kid. Yeah, but like, why is Santa Claus going to listen to you when you just trapped him? I don't think he's trying to convince Santa Claus. I think he's trying to... Just keep Santa Ruin, Claus. Ruin Christmas. Kidnap Santa Claus. Okay, he straight up said, I don't want shit for Christmas. What are you going to get me, fat man? <laughs> Coming down my chimney. You yeah. make me normal? He does ask that. So, it's like, alright, you can't give me what I want. You you live here now. Santa's his mind's now. Uh, but then you find out he only holds non-mutants. And so, because Jubilee is able to, to get around that. Uh, and meanwhile, Orphan Maker, he kidnaps the wrong kid. I think he does kidnap the bully, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then... Fuck that kid. Uh, fucking What's-Her-Face tries to do stuff to stop it. Jubilee. Well, already, what's throwing me off, because this does seem like a different page order for some reason than what I, uh, had read. Uh. Were you asleep? No. <laughs> Not for this one. Uh... There was a weird thing where... So, Nanny was out of the suit at one point? Because I know there's a reference to that. Yeah, I don't remember. I've never read anything like that. Uh, so, this Because I am kind of curious to know what she looks like outside of the suit. Me too. Just... <laughs> she also an egg? Same thing. She's <laughs> an egg? Yeah. So, it, it does get stated that kid, Matthew, states, like, what his intentions were. When you first see him trap Santa, you don't know. But he does explain it before you end up getting to that mailman scene. Hmm. When Jubilee gets there, that's when he explains it. 
Okay. Yeah, because anyway, she 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 tries to stop Orphan Maker, and she falls, and then sees some reindeer, and then goes down the chimney, and then there's well, Matthew. So and the reindeer animals. like knock her down the chimney. That is true. Dicks. Yep. Yeah, and then you see that he's actually a mutant because it flashes back to like I guess some Christmas joy in your voice. (laughs) (laughs) It goes to a flashback that kids aren't liking him, and that's why he wrote his letter to Santa saying like I don't want anything. I just want to stop changing. It isn't that inherently that the story's bad. It's that I don't like how they're telling the story. Like I don't like that. Well, which is also why I never understand when you're like, let's do this really bad story because it'll be fun to make fun of it, and then we do it, and you're like, man, I'm so bored. No, it's because I don't know how to follow this to tell it to, to regurgitate it. Basically, I think it's because it feels like it's jumping around for no reason. They just got two things going on at once. They're not jumping around through time or anything. Yeah, kind of. Because like, there's this kid with Santa Claus, and they're going back and forth, to, like him being bullied and stuff. Yeah, it's a, called a flashback. There's all I know, but like several times. Like, I don't care about this kid's life. What? So he got bullied. Unless he turns out he to be got Matthew Malloy. Yeah, that's why he becomes a... Although I really don't think he does because Matthew Malloy is like way older than that dude. Is he though? Yeah. Because it's comics. Yeah, but like Jubilee's only like... That's kind of my point. It's like Jubilee's only like two years older from the... She's still like a teenager. No, but I mean like they age up whoever they want to age yes, up. Yes, only some time. people age. Yeah. yeah. So like Jubilee aged by like a year or two and this kid aged like 14 years. Exactly. Yep, that's what happens. Yeah, uh, and then so they they solve the issue with uh, Orphan Maker by Santa Claus going, "Hey, so you you're like a naughty boy, huh?" <laughs> yeah, Orphan Maker keeps messing up. He's don't gonna look go at back. me when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. That didn't feel good. <laughs> you feel tingly inside. <laughs> I feel Peter Tingle. <laughs> I feel wrong. Like somebody touched me, and I didn't want it. <laughs> I just I feel gross like I'm covered in like a layer of something. Get... Uh, yeah. Anyway, so Santa Claus is like, remember that whole naughty or nice bit? And he's like, oh man, I'll show you the naughty part. Because <laughs> uh, Peter wants to work on his like Santa list, but his nanny's like, no, you got to go get that kid. So he shows up, sees Santa, and jumps on his lap. Yeah, but then he just decides that Nanny needs him because he knows he's in trouble. That he knows he does bad stuff. Yeah, it was like a tough yeah. thing there because Santa was trying to tell him like, you know, you need to be good, but Nanny was calling him on his intercom or whatever. Yeah, that's right. For some reason, I thought he was making it up, but yeah, he because he's got a moment where he can choose to be a good boy and listen to Santa Claus or like go back with Nanny and be a bad boy. Yeah, his reaction when he sees Santa isn't to like normal bad guy reaction it, it he's just like oh i want like i want all this stuff and i want to yeah. sit on your lap and he's clearly like misguided and santa claus like knows every letter he, he gets and he reads them all and stuff and yeah i don't really know the thing with orphan maker i don't know if you guys have read much besides like all i've really read with him is uh hellions so i don't know is he like an actual just like a boy's mind inside of like a man or something or i like, think he is a boy deal? Yeah, I think he is. Like he's just got man body. He's just a murder boy. He's 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 uh what's his face? Uh, Robin Williams in that one movie where he's a boy but looks like a man. Jumanji? No. Uh, fuck. What is that movie? I don't know. Are you thinking Tom Hanks? 
No, it's him. It's it's uh fucking my mom was obsessed with this movie. Jumanji? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if I say it again. Uh, was it Jack? I think it was Jack. Yeah, I think it's Jack. Yeah, because he like just hyper ages. I thought you were talking about Big with Tom Hanks. No, it's like. <laughs> which that movie's creepy which because I was gonna say it's a reverse Benjamin Button but that's literally like everybody but like it's a reverse <laughs> but accelerated Benjamin Button yeah. like so he looked 40 when he was 10 and he looked 90 by the time he was 18 and he just like just died super fast <laughs> that sucks yeah the more I'm thinking about it though the more creeped out I am by the plot of Big because there's like a woman who's like in love with him and wants to bang his brains out but he's like 8 oh and then like she finds out that he's like a little kid and she's like hey we can grow up call me <laughs> you know what maybe I just don't like the vibe of this book maybe that's what it is don't like the cut of it's jib no yeah none of it I don't like I don't like how it's laid out I don't like the art I just you know it's it's weird to me I like to see because uh, I haven't read a lot of Nanny and Orphan Maker either so it was cool to see them back yeah, yeah, I have heard people say though that they have they weren't good characters before Hellions. So oh, I knew that. Uh, I yeah. will say they. No, I mean like they weren't interesting quality characters. Yeah. They uh, they seem quality here. Do they? Yeah, like interesting. Not like they're good villains, but he like, just keeps messing up. He keeps. He's getting, a kid. Like he's supposed to make orphans, and he gets like a bunch of like teenagers who don't already don't have parents, and Nanny's like. Hey, no, you know what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to make an orphan tonight. And he's like, okay. And then he goes and he gets another kid who's not even a mutant. He doesn't kill his parents. And he's like, that I brought sucks. another one. He's yes. like, no, no, you're supposed to make an orphan. You're not doing what you're supposed to do. And he's like, oh, okay. That sounds like he's going to uh, impregnate a girl and just run off. <laughs> Wolverine's made a lot of orphans. Yeah, yes. It's kind of his thing. <laughs> That's what he says every night when he he's goes also, out to the club. He's also killed a lot of his children. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, so there's a lot of alluding to Santa Claus being a mutant, but he doesn't outright admit to being a mutant. I mean, they he said, doesn't, but, like, it, it's the everybody else pretty that, much Because says he's it. the one who says that uh, Matthew can keep any non-mutants in place. Yeah, and he was at and first he, acting like he couldn't move. Yeah, and then he gets up and he's like, ah, I feel like he just needed me around, you know? Yeah, he does that, all right, I'm going to head out. When he just, just like, turns out the kid has no problem or no powers. Yeah. <laughs> And then Sink's like, there's another mutant, like real big energy somewhere around here that like I'm feeling, but I don't know what's going yeah. on with that. And big mutant then energy. Sa- yeah. Santa Claus shoots past and stuff. But I mean, Jubilee goes to ask him if he's a mutant, and then he does that like she he shuts her up. Oh yeah, he does the sh- yeah. So she gets back, and there's like a teddy bear, and then everyone's having a happy Christmas, and yeah, kid sees the fucking mailman and. Uh, Nanny and Orphan Maker are having their Christmas too. Yeah, and it just feels kind of weird because it's just uh, random, you know, Christmas stuff. And uh, Chamber tries to give a gift to uh, what's her face, uh, Jetass's sister, and Husk. Uh, yeah, and she's not having it, and it gets thrown away instead because drama because they're teenagers and the trash can opens it up because yeah. he throws away a perfectly closed present and then in the trash it's open speaking of mutant sisters in x-men 109 is uh that nightcrawler's sister that he's like about to fuck no that's they said her name wasn't it like sincere or something um i guess oh it would, anytime i see him real close with a girl i assume it's a sister <laughs> He, he wishes it was. Yeah. 
No, his sister's, uh, I think, Amanda Sefton. I know a lot of uh, uh, image inducer use during this time. You think there's, like, a part of him that's, like, real hot towards Rogue? Yeah. Probably. Because he's got the sister thing, and then, like, you know, they kind of yeah. share a mom. But that's, like, stepsister. Eh, so was Amanda Sefton. Yeah, if I know anything about the internet, that's a huge thing. Yep. <laughs> I was going to say he's more into the real deal, but Amanda Sefton wasn't his real sister either, I don't think. Like, just every, uh, if they have, like, a Nightcrawler movie, it should just start with uh, the Pornhub drums. <laughs> so, uh, Chris Claremont really likes to write a whole lot of words. Really, I always really forget about that. So many boxes. Like, because I like reading Chris Claremont, but then I, like, pick his books, and then I wait until the last minute to read. I'm like, why did I do this? <laughs> I feel like he has a, a, a good area where he wasn't as wordy, and I think a lot of Marvel comics do that, where they, like... 70s comics are real wordy and then the 80s they chill out and then the 90s they like exploded again we're like even more words than we did in the like 60s and 70s <laughs> i don't know he says some silly things yeah like where uh when thunderbird has uh psylocke pin because they they start with a big old uh snowball fight and he does this whole long fucking intro of each individual character and why they're good at snowball fights um and then it ends with uh, Thunderbird, who's, I think, a relatively new character during this time. Yeah, I think so. Because this is, like, the only time he's really used. He, uh... He gets tackled in the air by Psylocke, and then he reverses, uh, like, the hold so that he's then on her. And there's, like, this obvious, like, flirt thing going, where, like, in Warren's there, and it's, like, you know, making him Awkward. jealous or whatever. Uh, and she says, I know martial, I'm a martial artist. It's like, yeah. I like, know Kung Fu. Like, like all of you though, right? Cause you're all superheroes who train and fight and yeah, whatnot. Like a little so that's bit. like a real dumb thing to say. But she's also, more... does she know martial arts or does Quanin know martial arts and she stole it from her? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, Warren gets butthurt about seeing that and then, uh, Rogue and Gambit show up. Because they got presents and whatnot, and then Rogue goes over to the Thunderbolt, Thunderbird, and is all like, "Hey, so uh, maybe not, huh? I mean, do what you want, but like maybe not so overtly right now on Christmas and and whatnot." Yeah, they're like somebody's like, "Hey, man, you comfortable with how close they are right now?" And he's like, "She can fuck whoever she wants. I don't give a shit." <laughs> and then later, he's like, "I'm so mad at you. It's over. <laughs> you think you can fuck whoever you want? Yeah. <laughs> you think I don't give a shit?" Well, I don't. So how it started was uh, like middle schoolers were doing a snowball fight against high schoolers. Hmm. I want to know what part of like the snowball fight is Colossus just destroys their base. Yeah. Like they have this like igloo almost set up and he just runs up and just punches it and destroys the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, they've been working on that for like three days. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the equivalent of like just stomping on a kid's sad castle. Yeah. Like that's not part of snowball fights. Like also, you take over like, the base. You don't destroy the base. Teams are kind of unfair, aren't they? Like having Iceman on one side and then you also have a teleporter. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they really thought thought it through. It's whatever, man. They don't know how to do like games. Yeah. Like, also, like normal. It's not baseball. Do you notice that Rogue keeps trying to do the instant transmission? It's like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah right there. And then later in the book, she's also doing the two fingers thing. She's also doing it here. <laughs> <laughs> so, like she constantly is trying yeah. to do the instant transmission. I don't get why they did this. Like they're uh, whispering. 
when I think they're speaking in their mind. How? It's whisper. Yeah, aren't they all connected through like uh, Psylocke? No, they're just in a crowd talking. Psylocke's not even there. Like they do this thing where they're differentiating the text with gray versus black, and it seems like they're speaking like low, but it's like why? Because they don't want Xavier to hear. She pulls out the claws. She's like, I have powers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because what's going on with Rogue at this time is that. She's dealing with uh, all the powers re-manifesting that she's touched people, and like they, their fucking psyche are in her head and whatnot. So yeah, they're not releasing like they should be. Know. So she's got headaches and yeah. powers, or she apparently it's just Wolverine's power that she can't get rid of. Well, but right this, now, but yeah. she's saying she said she could like call forth other powers. Like that didn't used to be how her powers worked. No, yeah, something's at going this on. time though. Doesn't she also so have Carol's powers? Even. I don't know. Well, she always does, I think. No, not, not always. always. There's a point where she loses them, but oh, then she kind of uh, gets bad. them back, but for they're a, from Wonder Man. For a very yeah. long time, she, she's had. Also, this is the thickest I've ever seen Storm. What? No. I mean, it's thick, but no. It. I mean, it's thick, but no. Then a snicker. <laughs> yeah, it's this artist, dude. Everyone was thick. Who is this, by the way? Because this almost looks like early LaRocca. I think it it might be, uh, no Tom, Derenick. Okay. But during this time, I think a lot of guys drew similar anyway. Yeah, everyone was thick. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like every boob is super round and super defined. Like they're all wearing like Under Armour. Yeah, it's super skin tight. As yeah, regular all, shirts. All fake boobs. Yeah. They all look like Mary Jane and that. <laughs> but without the butt, not enough, not enough cheeks. No, no, I was talking about the uh, the the gif of like with the Agatha Harkness. Oh yeah, There's a a meme that Justin sent us that was uh, it was Agatha Agatha Harkness doing her Mary Jane impression uh, from the original Spider Man movies, but it was just her with her fingers up to her chest, like poking out, like pointing, kind yeah, of. yeah, like nipples, because nipples, you know. And that, that's what was going on with Mary Jane. <laughs> Which was her entire plot development in the three Spider-Man movies. That she no longer showed her nipples? No, she's still... <laughs> I think it was kind of more like in the when she, like at the beginning she of the movie. She went from two she, nipples showing to just one? It would, it to four. <laughs> <laughs> I think she had a bra on for like the first half hour of the first movie and then it just goes away. And then the rest of her plot development is like... Getting saved by Spider-Man. Jeez, speaking of tits, look at the tits on Beast. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, they're almost as big as Storms. On uh, th- this panel here. Yeah. Like, you can see, yep. like... Because they, they go out of their way with the uh, the coloring to, like, make them super rounded looking. Like, the, sh- the light glistens in a spot. Like, they're fucking... Chests are made of marble. They gave him so much muscles that he looks like he's all tumors. <laughs> yeah. He looks like he injected that synthol or whatever it is. That, those are fucking nuts, dude. Those guys, those those fake muscle guys. <laughs> look so stupid. <laughs> yeah, no, this isn't the thickest she's been. When? When, when was she thicker? Uh, I want a book this number. Is gonna, this is going <laughs> to sound bad, but I'm pretty sure I'm really accurate here. Uh, when she was with Black Panther, not in the Black Panther books. 
No, yeah, like I think the Black the Panther cover, Fantastic Four. I will say the cover of um, Black Panther when they're like, "Who's the new Black Panther?" Uh, the, those tits were huge, but that was actually Shuri, which is weird. That is weird. Okay, I don't know. Is because they? Do you remember that they did the "Who's the new Black Panther" thing because it was a woman, and it just had giant tits. No, I don't remember that. <laughs> Their identity will surprise you. It's fucking uh, what's his face? Uh, I almost said Barnes and Noble. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking uh, what's his face? Bucky. Like it, it looks like it's gonna be a chick, and they take the mask off, and it's actually Bucky. It's <laughs> just a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> with fake tits isn't that a, a guy too like isn't there a real guy who like he's got fake tits like he lost a bet and was like that's why he's famous I'm sure there's somebody like that in the world no I, there definitely is there's a guy who lost a bet so he had to get fake tits uh, for I think a, like two years I know that that's the plot years, of uh... yeah he decided to keep them because <laughs> he grew attached to this tits I know that's a plot of a uh, episode of uh, or a season of the Drew Carey show Oh yeah, where Oswald gets tits for an experiment. Yeah, man, there's a lot of fucking whispering going on in this book. But anyway, so uh, some shit that happens is that Destiny had, I guess, wasn't always a precog. Only had a precog powers for a minute, and when she did, she wrote thirteen volumes of what would be the future. Um, and I think she might be dead right now. Yeah, yeah, I think she was always a precog. She just died which she she wanted to write it all out before no, I she feel died like when i when i read this it said that like there was a period of time where she had precognition powers that's what i was talking about by the way with died later. big boobs again on the blast black panther oh yeah maybe it's just better art so she's not technically thicker but just looks nicer so maybe i don't know there's something more natural about them they don't look like balloons because this that is what a <laughs> balloon looks like yeah two of them it looks like uh not even balloons, like they put like mixing bowls in her shirt. Like no, I mean like the bolts. way like when you blow up a balloon, the way it sh- like light like glistens on it and shit. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, they're trying to figure out what to do with these volumes, and that some are missing, and that like Xavier has what one of them. Yeah, he's got one. I think of he's them. got a couple of them. Oh, he's got one. Yeah, I thought they said he had one, but then. Uh, like something happened and he had most of them and then Mystique had some of them and the rest were missing. Yeah, something like that. Cuz I'm going to be honest, it was kind of hard for me to track what was going on with you that. You kept falling asleep. I got two kids. <laughs> <laughs> I got two babies that scream a whole lot. Uh so anyway, and that was really mostly just that other book. But they're trying to figure out what they're going to do with uh, these volumes and that they don't exactly trust Xavier. And there's contention because Beast is like, oh, I super trust Xavier. He gave me these tits. <laughs> <laughs> He's I like know, my best bud. I know you mean by that, when you said that, I pictured Beast holding up boobs. <laughs> like, he gave me these tits. <laughs> no, I meant in terms of like, you know, he trained him. He developed him. He also gave him the image inducer that like, you know, Makes it look like he's got regular tits and not furry tits at the moment. And, uh, you know, that's fucking what's-his-face Gambit. He's he's not on board fully because Onslaught had happened. And he's like, you know, Xavier's not beyond reproach. 
And that's like Storm's take too, is that, you know, we can appreciate Xavier for all he's done, but also this is, we're, t- we're talking about uh, not just great power, but like all, like super Responsibility. Power. Yeah. And, and that's going to corrupt someone. Because like, we're talking about absolute power. And and even Xavier can be corrupted. So, yeah, they, they want to get rid of it. So they're, they're kind of, it's kind of like a coup within the X-Men ranks at the time. Um, meanwhile, Nightcrawler's doing circus shit because he's, he's a circus boy. And he, uh, he's going to leave the X-Men because he wants to be a, a preacher boy. Yeah. Does he know you're not supposed to bang your sister? Like, I mean, I guess Says there's, who, a, Tony? there's a lot of people you're not <laughs> supposed to bang in those religions, and they, they do anyway. I think it's against banging... No, I, maybe they're pretty positive on banging little boys. This is them. right before Colossus kills himself. Isn't that the thing? Because they can't have sex with women, so they're like, oh, we got these boys here, and there's no rule against <laughs> it. Yeah, it's the... Um, what was the term? The poop hole loophole? Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, for Catholics, but like, yeah, um, uh, was it like a Catholic virgin where like you, yeah, it just means you taking it in the butt, yeah. Although, like, isn't that a sin though? Because isn't that sodomy? So, like, it's not a loophole, you're just deciding it is like it's real dumb. I think it's only a sin if uh, it's two dudes, and so a boy makes it not a dude, <laughs> yeah. It's like, ah, oh, they haven't aged up to a dude yet. It says, haven't made it there. It says yeah. in the text, it says two men. This says nothing about a man and a boy. <laughs> so fucking stupid. But it probably is that. It's probably that stupid. Like, it's like uh, J- Jewish people uh, on the Sabbath, they make all these workarounds for, like, turning on lights and whatnot. Like, they can't flip a switch, but they can push a button. <laughs> <laughs> or, no, I think they can't push a button, but, like, they have phones where, like, all the dials are running at once. And so if you stick, uh, well, like, like a pen into one of the pegs, it breaks the current right there and then it automatically selects that number so it's not technically pressing a button you're just breaking a current by setting a thing in a thing so is it only like they're basically the target market for the clapper clap on light yes they were yes yeah exactly also people who are really into strobe light sex because otherwise like all all the uh all the lights and machines you'd want to be operating the next day you'd have to do them the day before you'd have to set them up like if you were going to be in a room a bunch the next day you're going to have to turn the light on that night the day before yeah. yeah so yes oh real quick i was watching that movie i was telling you guys about jet this jetly it's like master of shaolin arch or something from 1986 and this girl was like i gotta find somebody else with the same ankle bracelet and if i find her she's my sister but if it's a guy i'm gonna marry him I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> two two things about that. I like how you weren't sure about the title, but you knew the year. Like, you had no question of that. Uh, also, isn't that kind of the plot of Shang-Chi, too? He's like, oh, somebody else. My sister has the other side of this necklace, so. Yeah, but he's like, I know it's my sister, not I'm going to marry her. <laughs> how fucked up would it have been if it was a yin-yang necklace that was broken apart? <laughs> He was like, my sister has the other side of this necklace, and it's like one of those friendship yeah. necklaces of the yin yang. Oh, and you were right. It says that she had the power of precognition for a year, which is weird. Yeah. And uh, so they have one. I don't appreciate that you said you were right, but you were looking at him and not me. I like He's it. He's the one who said it. I'm the one who said it. 
that she temporarily. Are you? Yeah. I don't take it back. I won't recognize so. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, uh, they have one. Mystique had a few, and now the Mystique's copies are in the, the possession of Xavier. So he does have a few, and the X-Men have Ah, one. so I was right. So you're both right. Yeah. yeah. Well, no. About you wouldn't say that about Devin, remember? So <laughs> you can't be right because you refuse to admit it. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I think they're slowly realizing fuck Xavier. They're, they're uh, still mostly brainwashed by the niceness and aren't fully creeped out by the creepiness yet. Yeah, it's yeah. slowly coming back, although, like, times he's deleted out of his brain that he's been, like, pervy. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, for whatever reason, Archangel is uh, back at a penthouse uh, that he owns that's all in shambles. Shambles? <laughs> shambles. <laughs> shambles. And uh, Silac shows up. And she's uh, rocking a. Why do I feel like Shambos is a rodeo clown? <laughs> Shambos could have also been starring at that circus the moment before. Um, but yeah, so she, uh, Salak shows up, and I didn't know she was uh, rocking the the fucking lightning bolt thing over her eye, the red thing that like uh, Apocalypse Nightcrawler has for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know the origin of that. Yeah, so, weird. But anyway, so she's there and he's all like, Hey, I thought you were off fucking Thunderbird. And she's like, huh? What are you talking about? Maybe that's why she got the Thunderbolt was like... Maybe it's because he's like him he now. wanted to be the only bird in her life. He's <laughs> 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 like, I didn't care about the other men, but you involved another bird. <laughs> <laughs> So we're done. <laughs> it's basically what it is. It's like he's like shutting her down and saying like we're done, we're through. And she's like, you don't even want to talk about this. You don't even want to try. Like we're nothing. There was like a a flirt thing that happened. There, there's, there's literally like nothing there. Yeah, and she does say, to you. yeah, like I didn't do anything. Like I can look at whoever I want. I'm committed to you. And he's like, psych, can't look at anybody. It's <laughs> she's over. like, oh yeah, committed to Jeff do his part. All that shit. All the marriage stuff, not that I proposed or anything. <laughs> We're going to get real with me like that? No, I doubt it. You're not going to do that. I don't trust you to do that. And she's like, like what the fuck? And what does he say? Like, uh, oh, yeah, be happy, kid. He calls her kid. What a douche. I know. <laughs> and also, like, it's either kid or bub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we have uh, next is, like, Bishop... Delivering toys for tots with a shotgun. <laughs> right? Yeah, that fucking cop. He does say that, too. He's like, I used to be a cop! <laughs> <laughs> that explains why I carry this shotgun. <laughs> yeah. So there's a, a car speeding by that's shooting and whatnot. And he, uh... I actually was confused at first because it looked like he shot two cars because of the way they shaded the first time. But it actually is just the one car and it's flipping around. Yeah, yeah it does but look it's like, like a separate person. Why car. did you shoot a totally innocent car at the same time? But, you know. Anyway, so he's. <laughs> the whole time I was reading this, too, they're like, man, we're awfully glad you're. Bra- like, thank you for this donation for all these toys for all these kids. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be hunting a baby later. So I just wanted to get this, you know, karmically balanced now. That also makes me think that. Those toys are from a baby he already killed. 
He's the real orphan maker. Yeah. Well, kind of the opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's making... Orphan killer. Yeah. What's a, what's a parent orphan? Like, is there a name for that? I don't know. Uh, oh, like a, like a widower, but for a kid? Yeah. yeah. Reverse orphan. Sounds like a sex move. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a Where the kid fucks the, pe- the, <laughs> the preacher? It actually just kind of Oh, no, that's like, a reverse pastor. <laughs> a reverse orphan just means that people care about you. It's like, uh, oh, that's horrible. When the girl, <laughs> the girl snowballs you, oh. it's the reverse <laughs> orphan. Actually, I think that's the Iceman. <laughs> uh, I loved this uh, this panel, though. Right after Bishop stops the car. is they like He shoots him with the shotgun, and it flips around, and he grabs it, and he slams it down. He's like, oh, I can absorb the energy of this, so everyone will be safe. I mean, obviously not the criminals he just murdered inside. Um... But then one of the cops is like, great moves, guy. Guessing you're a mutant. And he's like, vitamins and clean living. And then they're like, whatever. You're okay with us. How's about we uh, put these mooks on ice and you join us in the house for uh, Christmas cheer. Looks like you earned it. And he's like, fireman. That would right. be my pleasure. <laughs> like, yeah. He doesn't have a name. He just calls him fireman. Well, because they need more people for the calendar. They only have Wolverine right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually had to go back. Apparently, these aren't police; these are firemen. Yeah, but still, like, but yeah, it's funny. It's like firemen. Call them by their profession. I thought that was Lil Wayne. <laughs> it's the fireman. Uh, and then, you know, Wolverine's doing what Wolverine does, being sad about uh, Moriko. Moriko. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the one who did nothing ever. He just, like, was deeply in love with. And was, like, the daughter of, like, a mob boss. Did you see, um... I think it was a couple issues back of X-Force. That they, uh... They made it canon, that scene of Wolverine laying on the bed looking at a picture and, like, rubbing it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that popped in my head, but... That's just... That's awesome that that's now an official X-Men thing. Uh... So, so anyway... He, uh... He pops some claws because his wife shows up. The, the viper chick from uh, that other place, Madripoor. Yeah. She's all like, hey, I got a gift for you. And it's a box and he opens it and it's one of his bone claws. And he's like, oh, this is my bone claw. All right, kitty must be fine then. Bone weird. claws like, is ready. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a weird way to send a gift. And then Viper's all like, maybe uh, you and I can be like a real like husband and wife sometime and he's like nah about you insert kick rocks nine hard inches inside my <laughs> abdomen you know what it probably was though because she sent him that bone claw and he's like oh, okay this is kitty's way to tell me she's okay she could have just said like she's okay but really she just re-gifted <laughs> that bone claw it could have just been a note that's like, she was yeah, like cool. this was gross and I didn't want this like, like, what's what she gonna do and, like, does she have like five more <laughs> like she just sends them throughout time she just wanted to get rid of it yeah she's like this is weird <laughs> she's just like Hey, when you gave this to me, I didn't know what to think about this, and because uh, it felt like you had a hard bone for me, and <laughs> I'm ready to say I don't want this. Also, I bet those whatever smell, it means, like, like I bet they smell like, like you know when somebody like takes out their gauges and there's that smell. I oh, bet they smell like yeah, that, probably. And she can't like take that to Salvation Army, so oh, worse because he smokes and drinks all the time. Yeah, that's just it, ugh, ugh, gross. Uh, and then there's a nativity scene with uh, with mutant people. 
with X people, and uh, there's like die muty, just die spray painted on it. But there are some people fixing it up that uh, Rogue and Gambit happen to, be, happen to be walking past, and the people are like, "Yeah, you know, we were putting up nativity scenes for like everybody and everything, you know, and like this total jerks came by and did this." And Gambit's thinking like, "Oh, this is awesome! Fucking look at this—the progress of like we got nativity scenes of after mutants." there and whatnot and then rogue gets all on his case for existing it's also crazy that they're like everything that exists in this world and it's never crossed like anybody's mind that like maybe we shouldn't hate mutants because like jesus was probably a mutant oh you can't say that oh yeah yeah it just did no Cancel. but i mean like they'll they'll hate it they'll hate they'll hate you for it and be like no uh never explain those random powers uh, he was bit by a radioactive god. god. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually yeah. a radioactive dog. They got it backwards. <laughs> uh, anyway, but yeah, so, so you know, some stuff's coming up, obviously, with these whole uh, prophecy books and what have you. And Gambit wants to be a part of, you know, being a hero. And Rogue's like, nah, you can't be a part of that. You can't be with me because I'm too volatile. And meanwhile, where, you know, Thunderbird and Psylocke can, can bang if they want because they're adults, uh, I'm going to take any uh, agency you have for decision-making away from you and tell you that you need to get the hell away from me because I'm uncontrollable. Uh, and then she gets Cyclops' powers and starts shooting optic blasts. And he's like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> we were having a conversation, at least trying to. And, like, then the guys who were fixing the nativity scene are like, what? She's a mutant. They're mutants. Ah! And they run away because they can't handle the truth. <laughs> Why? And he fucking said that. It's so funny to me. <laughs> and uh, fucking what's his face? Claremont gets in a a jab of like, you know, the thing about progress is some people like the ideal of it, but they're not ready for the reality. And I, I think that's like you know supposed to be like how black like white people are like black people are cool but then they see them they still lock the doors <laughs> <walk past. laughs> i think it's supposed to be like that like an analogy yeah uh, either that or like much. uh like especially back then you'd be like oh i'm fine with gay people but then you have a gay son and you're like Get out of my house <laughs> oh yeah they did that with those movies have you tried just not being a <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is like that's the most on the nose goddamn thing they've ever done <laughs> Which, th that came out before Iceman was gay, too. Yeah. I mean, well, no. Well, yeah. <laughs> he was always gay. But I did like how they talked about that, because, or, I'm saying this scene here, Rogue freaks out, jumps in the air, blasting every which way, and Gambit's like, damn, I'm talking about helping her, but I can't do anything. That kind of adds more context to, the, like, a lot of X-Men 3, where there's, like, the love triangle with Iceman, Rogue, and Kitty. <laughs> like makes me imagine there was a scene where she's like you want to bang kitty don't you and he's like I barely want to bang you <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so then they you know they're at the Xavier Institute and they're all having Christmas stuff together a whole Christmas party acting like that they don't all have like these these secret uh, yearnings to stab one another or yell at each other or fuck each other and yeah Rogue now has Ruby Cord's glasses until she doesn't Yes, Holy that's why I brought shit. that up. <laughs> I'm also noticing that X-Men 3, that's Iceman being tempted by a man. Oh. Huh? Because Elliot Page. 
Oh. Yeah. If yep. it wasn't Brett Redner, I would think they knew what they were doing. <laughs> but it's Brett Redner, and he has no idea what he's doing. Uh, and so, anyway, they have their secret meeting, again, uh, about how Xavier ain't shit and how they need to form a secret group. About to... and tricks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and how they need to form a secret group to get these uh, prophecy books and whatnot. Because Storms ultimately decided, like, look... I'm not following my heart or my mind. I'm following my instinct on this. And my instinct says it's way too much power for anyone, including Xavier. And we need to get rid of all of it. Uh, and so then everyone is, you know, it makes either sense. full hearty, like full heartedly agreeing or reluctantly agreeing. They kind of do like a real quick version of you son of a bitch. I'm in. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, rogues all like, yeah, I'm in, and then Beast's all like, I'm in to keep an eye on you, talking bad about my daddy. <laughs> Pretty much, he's such a douche. Yeah. He's uh, like, I'll go there just to keep you honest. Why is he just the worst? Thund- yeah. Thunderbird's As- like, I'm in, because I want to be in a book, you know? Well, he's like, <laughs> Psylocke's probably going to be there, so. Yeah, and she's like, sounds like fun, Thunderbird's going to be in, and i got to have a bird in my life, and the other one left. <laughs> uh, and then Bishop's like, you know what, I've been planning on shooting Xavier not too far from now, so... Yeah, I'm in. Get a good head start. And then Gambit, before you can say anything, Rogue's like, shut up! You're out of here. I'm We're benching not. you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, She's like, I'm cool with killing my friends, but you? Yeah. I don't want to kill you. Which Gambit brings up. Which is crazy that while she's saying, I don't want to kill you, she then goes from ruby quartz glasses to regular glasses. <laughs> yeah, making zero sense. Yeah. Also, it doesn't really look like she has uh, like Cyclops' glasses on. It looks more like she's wearing Matt Murdock's. Huh. I wonder, is that why her glasses are red in Extreme X-Men? Because she doesn't, like, because they're Ruby Quartz, she doesn't know when Cyclops' power is going to burst out? Probably. Oh. I didn't notice it when I read that. Or she's going blind. Could be one of the two. Well, no, because I also thought they all wore red glasses. I thought that was just part of the look for Extreme maybe X-Men. It's because, it extreme. Maybe it's because, maybe that's when she stole Wonder Man's powers, and he always has the red glasses. Too much red glasses. That was part of their uniform. Not all of them. For Extreme X-Men? I could have swore they all had... Like, I'm not saying they all had them all the time, but, like, you could definitely see covers where they were, like... They're all in them. All in them, yeah. Like, it was part of the uniform. It's sort of like when they did the, uh... The all... The, uh... The new X-Men, how they were black and yellow jackets. And it's like, they didn't all wear the black and yellow jackets all the time, but it was the uniform. Right. Um, yeah, so anyway, Storm brings in Sage, and she's like, this is going to be our Cerebro, a mutant Cerebro, and Wolverine's all like, ah, this isn't, I don't, okay. (laughs) 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 He, like, puts up a fight, but then not really, and he's like, alright, I'm in. But he wasn't even in Extreme X-Men, I don't think. Was he? No, he doesn't, he, he doesn't get invited. She says, I need you to stay here and be my liaison. That's right, yeah. So he just has an issue with Sage for some reason. But that, because she used to be Tessa in the Hellfire Club. Oh. I don't know who that is. We read Dark Phoenix Saga. Did we? No, I mean, she... What? She's in there. <laughs> She's in there? Yeah. Holy shit. I don't remember her at all. Because we covered Dark Phoenix Saga so long ago. It's, uh, and it's not even really like... Before our episodes were good. We covered like all the major X-Men arcs, which at some point we should probably do them again. She really didn't do much as Tessa. It kind of gets retro, like retconned, where she gets more time as Tessa. They go back in time. She's kind of just there. 
Yeah. Uh, and then everyone gets gifts and what have you, you know? Uh, Beast gets the gift of banging. He got like a locket? Because he's, no, he's with, uh, what's her face? That Tildy? Face. Yeah. And, you know, the one that he breaks up with and says he's gay or whatever. Isn't that who that is? I don't know, but it makes me think that he's dating like Tildy Swinton. I think that every time. <laughs> uh, Rogue gets something that makes her cry and thank Gambit for Laser tears. Uh, Thunderbird gets something he won't show anyone else from Psylocke. Probably a dildo. It's a dick in a box. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dick in a box. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Xavier gives uh, Bishop a tale of two cities. And he's like, oh, thanks, Xavier. I'll treasure this until I shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I will treasure it forever. It's like um, a $5 book or something. Yeah. We're at about uh, hour 42, if you want to fly through the last holiday yeah. special real uh, quick. Well, because this ends with uh, Rogue, or not Rogue, Storm getting her Extreme X-Men suit from somebody. Yeah, and holding the hand of Kingpin. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Xavier's fat ball silhouette. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that's the fattest Xavier's ever looked. Like yeah, he looks like Farouk. <laughs> it, does, it looks like straight up the Vincent D'Onofrio kingpin. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, the Mighty Marvel Holiday Special with... Uh, yeah, which when you sent us that, I thought, I thought you put Mighty Morphin Holiday Special. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, of course he wants to cover that one. So, the X-Mansion, at some time during in the 80s, had a, uh, a big old holiday special where people came, and uh, Madrox was singing a chorus, like he, like he was a chorus, singing carols and whatnot, and everyone's doing like photos with everybody, which I didn't notice the one with uh, uh, Nightcrawler at first, so, but I, that he was just teleporting people around. A question nice. about the choir of Jamie Madrox. Don't they all have the same voice? So like, they're all, like it's like a choir full of sopranos or something. Yeah, you're just like bolstering the same yeah. sound, so you're like layering your own voice. Like, yeah, it's like a band of tubas. Or are they all like is one of them trying to go real? Do they have like Mariah Carey range? Yeah, they like, might. They could go real low and real high. <laughs> or even better, they're just trying to, but they really can't. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like really bad. Yeah, like that, there's no way that sounds good. Uh, yeah, so we get that dope uh, holiday photos with Cy- Cyclops, and the kids got a shirt, so Cyclops is tight. Yep. Which, we gotta make those shirts. <laughs> that is dope. Uh, I tried Googling them, nobody has them yet, so... So everyone having a great time, except for Wolverine, because of a humbug. He said, Debbie Downer. Yep, and Jubilee's all like, hey Wolverine, why don't you have Christmas with us? And he's like, I don't want Christmas. I don't like you guys. And he's like, and she's like, well, what if you did though? And she gives him all these scenarios about like if he was like a Santa Claus or if he was like carving turkey with claws. And he's like, I don't want, I don't want meat juices in my, in my my bloodstream. Which is like, also, you're a liar. You're a liar. All you do is put meat juices in your body. (laughs) (laughs) And then she's all like, remember that beanie I got you that's pretty sweet in your colors? And he's like, those are Cyclops' colors. I was like, it's the same colors. <laughs> right. You both wear your, those were yellow. Cyclops' colors. They're a lighter blue and yellow. He's yeah. got a darker of both. Uh, yeah. So ultimately he's like, hey, how about you leave me alone? Because I'm done with this. Oh, and he has that thing where 
Uh, she's like, I'm not a kid anymore. You, you don't call me kiddo anymore. He's like, it's kiddo or it's bub because I'm in triple digits and everyone's a kiddo or a bub to me. And she's like, kiddo's fine. You're either a kiddo or you're a bub. Yeah. This reminds me of that job. I don't bang show. bubs. I only bang kids. <laughs> <laughs> it, it reminds me of that uh, John Mulaney joke, though, where he's like, you're either a tot or you're dead and you're an angel. <laughs> It's a Wolverine thing. <laughs> yeah. She finally gives up. And it's like, all right, whatever. You can be a Debbie Downer by yourself. I'm going to go have a good time. Yeah. But really, all that is just a, a, a facade he puts on. Because what he really does is he meets Mystique alone. Because they're both super old. And then... Bangs that bub. Uh, he <laughs> does. I also like that you said bub because she's not young. <laughs> 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 So it's the one bubby does bang. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't show that though. They just show them change, and then they go serve soup and turkey. And then he does exactly what uh, Jubilee says he would do, and he cuts turkey up with his claws because he's got to get those meat juices inside of him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then they uh, serve food to the needy, and they're like, "That was really fun." And I think it's Cyclops colors also because Cyclops is more blue than yellow. And the hat is more blue than yellow. Whereas Wolverine's suit is more yellow than blue. Yeah, if they inverted yeah. it, it might look more... Wolverine-ish. Yeah. yeah. I like that uh, they bring up again that Mystique is old as heck. They said that they've been around for hundreds of years or whatever. Yeah. Together. So they do. They spend this holiday together just serving food. And at one point in time, Jubilee was like, isn't there anything you want uh, to Wolverine? And Wolverine's like, yeah, this fucking bottle of whiskey that was from like... 1851 and good luck finding that somehow mystique heard that yeah and she got him that bottle of whiskey and he's like oh you old ass bitch thank you right well he had one he just drank it also i like the lockheed with the the rudolph nose and uh this was written by the writer of uh squirrel girl that's all i know about this dude is that he wrote like like 60 issues ryan north pole yep because he, that that's a joke that he'll get, because he kept making a North Star North Pole joke. And his last name is North. If he even hears this, he won't. <laughs> I don't think. Or anybody, he will, and he'll be like, "They spent no time on my story," and it's like, "No, we did not." I don't think anybody at Marvel will ever listen to our episodes again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> I think the best chance we might have had is like maybe uh, Tom King or Rosenberg, but probably not still. Because mm. they're the only ones I think that shared our episodes whenever we do them. You know what? That sucks. I was going to say that's <laughs> fine, but no, it sucks. <laughs> I mean, out of a lot of X Men writers, though, I'm pretty stoked that Rosenberg that did, is the yeah. one who shares our stuff. So, 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 so Merry Christmas, I guess. Happy so, holidays is what yeah. he meant to say. Yeah. No. Oh, how dare you? <laughs> Are you Christian? How dare you shit on Santa like that? <laughs> <laughs> I'll shit all over that fat man. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Oh. I don't know if we have any Christians here, though. No, I think I might be Buddhist. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> you goddamn hamster. <laughs> 
<laughs> See, there's what I didn't even, you know, I was almost not even going to be authentic with you for a moment. And then I was like, no, nah, I will. And then I believe shit on my, my religious beliefs. I believe that you believe that, but you're probably more agnostic. No, I, I'm agnostic. Just over time, how I think about things, I'm realizing, oh, that kind of aligns with Buddhism. Isn't that more of a philosophy rather than a... Yeah, pretty much. But, I mean, isn't that what religion is supposed to be, kind of? I mean, that and a uh, way to mind control the masses? Yeah. Yeah. Did him Cults. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas and happy holidays. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever cult you follow. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we have social media. We do. You guys can go check out. Yeah, if you uh, follow the cult of Twitter, we're on that. Yeah. It is cult. It's horrible. Yeah. Man. Uh, also, uh, hit up our Teespring if you want to buy someone a super late gift. Uh, you can. This comes out on Christmas. Yeah, super late <laughs> gift. Or the day before Christmas. One of those two. Yeah, get like, you pay more than the shirt to get express overnight shipping. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing something to Amazon uh, drivers right now that, like, I don't know what the hell it is because uh, I've, I've ordered stuff at like 10 p.m. Uh, and it shows up at like 6 a.m. the next day. Dang. I don't know what they're doing, but it can't be legal. Yeah, I don't think so. But, uh, yeah, also there's a Saddle's Little Fart on Amazon. You can buy, speaking of Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> you can go there and uh, get that, because that's where that is available. Um, again, as a uh, late present. Yeah. You know what? You it might says, be able to get overnight with it. It says after Christmas there is no discount. <laughs> if you were hoping for one but you probably have a gift card it is the same amount so use your Amazon gift cards on it oh yeah, yeah. that's true you probably do now that's for today